uh, the USL show, also known as uh, The View for Soccer. I gave a very uh, pro wrestling heel turn, I'm sorry you were offended apology. I feel angry and disappointed in people. Welcome to the USL Show. It's brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. Uh, the USL Show, also known as uh, the View for Soccer for the USL. Um, hey, man. We're going to live it up tonight. Like We can already tell this show is going to be an interesting one. We'll have some sort of a plan of what we're going to talk about, but uh, it's going to go haywire, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, let's introduce everybody first. Evan Valella is here. Th- welcome hey, back, bud. sir. Um, I have a, I have a, I'm going to take umbrage with you calling uh, the USL show the view of soccer only because the other podcast that I do on this network is called Views from the Bridge. Oh, so that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. promotion. Thank you so much. For, I hope uh, you've checked it out. It, you should mention uh, Icarus and the amazing stuff you get. Yeah, doing my, my good friend, uh, Robbie, I'm not going to say his last name because I don't think it's public, so I, I just won't do that. Uh, but uh, but uh, Robbie, who runs and does everything for Icarus FC, uh, designed us a kit. And uh, we're going to do some sponsorship stuff with him over on Views from the Bridge at VFTV Pod, or uh, find us Views from the Bridge wherever uh, podcast and things are um, available to you. I'm known as the negative one, yeah. which is exciting. I heard I read that you apologized on the last episode. Is that true? I gave a very uh, pro wrestling heel turn. <laughs> I'm sorry you were offended. Apology. Well done. Okay. Yeah, because go it back wasn't and... something that I'm actually sorry for, nor something that I should be sorry <laughs> Like, it wasn't actually, like, offensive. It was just, I didn't think the team was going to do very well, and they did. Well, check out those Icarus jerseys. They're the hotness. I suggest They're pretty buy good. One. They look pretty great. Good. You can buy them. Do it. Uh, Pony's also here to rant. He's been mostly talking about alcoholism tonight. You want to talk about that some more? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow, that... It's not much to talk about at this point. It's more of demonstrating. It was a framework. Do <laughs> as I say, not as I do. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, thanks for being here. I know you just got home from work, right? Yeah, it's been a busy few weeks, and it's going to be another busy end of the month. So, good chance to relieve some stress here. Pony, to make a to make I, a visual joke on an audio podcast, I love that it always feels like I'm talking to someone that works at Staples. <laughs> Well, I just—I have like three red shirts, so that's the most common color I think I wear. There's red it's and fine. green. That's fine. I that's, just appreciate it. Everyone's yeah. got their go-to. I think you should wear what feels comfortable. I've got red—I've got red on one sleeve and blue on the other, uh, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> okay, that's comfortable. What's <laughs> uh, Brian Cook is also here. He hasn't we, got, somehow he pause. hasn't gotten a word in I, yet. Well, go ahead. I need, I've. I've been I've only been bugging Brian to do a podcast for um, <laughs> Chuck's Watch a year, and and now that we finally get to say one half of No Mean Soccer, Brian Cook, we didn't do it. Oh man, you know I apologize. This is what you're better at fine. than me. You're soon to be number one place to get Indie Eleven news that's not from Trey Higdon out on the disc golf course. <laughs> I love his videos, though, Brian Cook. I was just really upset that I was like, yo, uh, uh, GGPA, come get your man. And they, they, he, he did it. 
as usual, Evan's diving too deep for me. I don't understand any of this. The, uh, uh, the Indy 11 communications guy is like a card carrying member of the disc golf or the professional uh, disc golf association. Uh, um, so, so Brian, where does your name come from though? I'm curious about this. Yeah. Where is no mean soccer? Uh, so you can find out even more about that from mm. the first episode that we oh. recorded. But uh, Richard Rainwater, who's my co-host for that show actually was the one that initially came up with it. Uh, I uh, had no idea what it meant but uh basically no mean means no average Uh Uh, oh god of average (laughs) wordplay well so the the origins of the actual phrase came from one of the uh indianapolis mayors uh back i think night like early 1900s when he called indianapolis a no mean city Oh. <laughs> and we were uh, the original idea was a lot longer and i was like we gotta condense that shit <laughs> so um we we toned it down to no mean soccer uh, pray tell what was the original idea oh i'd have to go back and look uh, right. a, a no one has time for that brian don't do it that's that's for like the year reunion show or something like that <laughs> when we look back on the archives <laughs> a little a little uh year in exclusive maybe yeah, uh, maybe one day. So I know, I know that show's po- posted on Spotify. Did you guys get it on all the other ones too? So it's we are now on. Oh my god! I should have just clued you guys in because I did not quite comprehend what I was going to have to do. But the process to get everything on Apple. Oh, yeah. uh, so we're on Apple now, Spotify, and Google, among everything else. And then I submitted us to iHeartRadio because why not? Oh. Um, I doubt that's going to come to fruition, but I also I believe this very show hits iHeartRadio. Matter of fact, is that true? Ooh. I think. Oh my gosh! So the possibilities—it's there. there. No one will use it, but I mean, it's there. Oh yeah, I feel no. I feel special. So the process of getting on the Apple, meaning like you had to sign up for the credit card. Well, <laughs> it's not a credit yes. card though. Um, I Ooh. have to pay monthly uh, to be mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts. So that's what you, you have guys the pleasure. Right? Yeah. Thanks, uh, um, beautiful game network. They hook us yeah. up. I don't Michael do any of that. <laughs> but no, yeah. If anybody ever has to do that, where they're trying to get stuff on Apple Podcasts, I know how to do that now. It just took about a week after we recorded our Amen. first episode to figure that out. Well, anyway, I need to go search it on my podcast app so I can listen. Uh, I've been waiting for a long time for you guys to do this, just like uh, Evan said. So finally, you guys are doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all right. Uh, let's talk about red cards. I, this is what I said I was going to say to Pony about this. Red cards, go. I guess which ones? I got to start the old ones. The lead ones. Huh? Your lead-in was red cards, go. Yeah, and then Pony's just going to go. And you actually, what you pr- suggested I should do, which probably will work better, is so you're angry. Yeah. That's what you Pony, were going to say. Please use I feel statements to describe your <laughs> current feelings towards uh, PRO in, in the United Soccer League. And no one can get mad at you because feelings aren't wrong, okay? <laughs> <laughs> They're feelings. I feel angry. Disappointed <laughs> in people. Mm. I feel like we've transitioned back into the alcohol talk and show a weekly uh intervention yeah uh, pony <laughs> therapy session where we try to get to the root of his problem i'm feeling attacked and trapped right now <laughs> <laughs> we love you pony for real though let's at least start with this uh we he wanted to touch a little more on the atl utd2 <laughs> andrew carlton red card where he talked himself into it uh yeah, ridiculous 
Yeah, that one was overly ridiculous because if you actually were watching the game, after the foul, the ref ran over with a yellow card in his hand. Yep. And then Carlson said something, seeing the ref had a yellow card in his hand. And the yellow card went back into his pocket. A red card came out. He went off and Atlanta lost the game because he went off. It's one of those where I understand it's a sport, it's a competition, you're angry, but there's a point where saying something stupid that loses you the game is yep. unacceptable. It's one where if he got a game suspension, the coach should not play him for yep. multiple games. I don't care if you're fielding a worse roster. I yep. don't care if it means you're less likely to win. I don't care about the development, about anything. This player did something on his own, not a unfortunate play, not a deflection own goal, not a bad luck play. He went out of his way to do something that negatively impacted the team to such an extent they lost points. Granted, Atlanta is not a playoff team. They did not have a chance of making the playoffs. Either was the team they're playing. It's not going to impact the East that much in the end either way, but I can't understand how at this level these things happen. It's not a bad foul. It's not a picking up a second stupid yellow trying to do Ooh. something to save a goal. It's outright throwing the game in the end. And if I was an Atlanta player, I wouldn't want him on the field next to me until he could prove that he's not going to do something that ruins all of our chances to win. And especially at that level where those players are competing to prove that they have enough talent to play on an MLS squad. If you are losing games because of a team that you can't shut up, get him out of there. I wouldn't want him on my team. I wouldn't want him on a team I support. He needs to go somewhere else to prove that he cannot be an idiot for an entire season. Then welcome him back to Atlanta. Um, this is a reference now. Yeah, we can do. Um, this is a reference (laughs) for like two people. Um, Andrew Carlton reminds me of Ryan Leaf. In that there has never been, I don't, well. This is soccer podcast. You I know. I explain sh- that. I understand it, but I think I might be the only one who will. You probably, yeah, you're the other person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I get it too. Okay, great. Hey, okay. We're going to fight two people. I, um, I, it, right, yeah, go ahead. TLDR Ryan Leaf was a, a, a first round draft pick for the San Diego, or uh, yeah, yeah, then San Diego Chargers in the mid 90s. I forget the year. And um, he was supposed to be this, you know, generational talent, what have you. And then basically his attitude just completely sunk his career, uh, more or less. I feel like we're getting there with Andrew Carlton. I don't remember a player like drawing the ire of his first team manager and then being dumb enough to talk himself into a red card because he told the ref that his shirt looks stupid, which he doesn't have any control over. Um, and just like, I, you know, a guy that went from last year, I felt like we were all decently high on him. And now it's like, oh, he's really his own worst enemy. Uh, didn't it all start when he got himself in trouble for not for like being late to a practice or something? I think he didn't make the bus for a trip or something like that. Or no, no, no. It was uh, he didn't have his passport. Like he okay. forgot his passport. Yeah. And I feel like that was the beginning. I know he got which kicked out of the playoffs for not uh, for going out the night before a game. 
Well, and like, to be fair, right. I don't think he should be the guy in charge of his own passport. If he's a professional soccer player, like there should just be like a team, whatever that takes care of that. I don't know how most teams work when it comes to passports. So forgive me, but like that shouldn't be on the player themselves necessarily. Definitely. Especially because he's a kid. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, it's a little goofy just to be like, oh, I don't need a passport to travel into Canada. Yep. It's just it's just the uh, professionalism, the maturity is yeah. not there. And it's so clear. It's should you know, people like us shouldn't know how bad he is. Mm. It, it's very abundantly clear that this kid needs to get it together. Brian, I feel you like know, you had something to say there, too. Phil, well, I, think, I think there's a couple of Irishmen that we know that would uh, whip him in the shape. Yeah, right. I mean, we kind of touched on that last week, right? Where our teams would really whip him into shape, I think, as, by, as far as our culture is concerned. But oh, like Pony said, you. stay the hell or like you said, sorry, stay the hell away from my team. I don't want right. him. I don't want right. him there. Well, and so going back to the Ryan Leaf thing, the reason I know that is I'm in Indianapolis and there was another guy that the Indianapolis Colts almost picked during that draft that uh, did fair it's um peyton manning oh <laughs> so that's how i knew that um but that was what you guys just kind of brought up is kind of the point i wanted to make was do you guys think that maybe carlton is a product of his environment and if he i don't know if he could i don't know if it would even improve i don't even know if it's doing anything negative but you know there are some instances and some uh past cases that have proven that if a player like that who's in a negative environment can get out of the negative environment, he, I'm not saying he's going to light the world on fire, but he might at least grasp and grab back some of that potential uh, that he evidently lost going through the process of being overhyped. It almost feels like Andrew Carlton was the Freddie Adu without the massive rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing we kind of settled on last week. I think alone would make a lot of sense for sure. Uh, something. I agree with you, Brian. Got to get him out of there. Um, I think we should move on to the other one, though, while we're talking to you, Brian, because this is something you and I talked about offline. Um, the red card that never was, Indy 11, Louisville. <sighs> Walk us through what happened first. So the problem the problem with this discussion, I know Pony's got Pony's got a smile on his face. He's really <laughs> excited to talk about this one. So the problem I have with this entire thing is the fact that it is very difficult, at least for me, even as somebody that can claim that I'm taking a more analytical approach and I'm not uh, as much of a fan. But I have such a tough time. If anybody uh, listening didn't know already, uh, Louisville City and Indy 11 played this past Friday night. Um, All past name. And, uh, uh, okay, or, uh, do you guys, it's Lipa FC. Yeah. Everybody calls it, I think a lot of the, the guys from Three Honest Lads call it Lipa, or they spend most of their time making fun of how to pronounce it. <laughs> sure. Uh, but the Louisville Indianapolis proximity. We the hard-hitting journalists to UFL show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100% Just professional. listen to us. Uh, Louisville versus Indy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not all of us can go on extra time, but whatever. During that game, um, it, was, it was Evan Newton, Carl Wimet, uh Is it Hope or not? Hope or no. Thank you. Um, I barely understand the players on Indy 11, how to pronounce their names half the time. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but there was obviously a skirmish uh, second half. It looked like Louisville was going headstrong into Evan Newton. And if you spent any amount of time on Twitter after the game, you got a clear indication that there were many, many, many people that were looking at minimum that at least one card was going to be handed out. Um, obviously, the big glaring evidence was Carl Wiemetz, uh rear naked chokehold, which is probably not a very like easy kilter way of describing it, but essentially rear naked chokehold on one of the Louisville City players. I have a tough time really throwing anything, and, and this pony can jump in right after me. I have a tough time throwing any red cards at it because that was mm. a... A, and this branches off to a much bigger discussion about referees in general that I've always tried to have with people. Referees are human. There were clearly people there that saw this entire incident take place. I have a extremely tough time with how overly critical everybody is when we have things in terms of tools that referees can use, like VAR, I, I have a tough time with everybody being so critical on a referee when tools like that are being used in much bigger games and much bigger leagues. And it's evidently still not making people happy. Mm. I don't think referees are ever going to a hundred percent have a, you know, foolproof game. I think this was a situation that was very difficult to draw specific lines and detailed lines about who did what and who got what fair punishment. Um, I, there were, and I think Pony even said it too. Um, I think, uh, Pony actually was clamoring for Wimet to get at minimum three games suspended. And while I get a chokehold, it's not something you want to see a player do on the field at all. Um, uh, I just, I, I have a tough time really fairly being able to hand out red cards, even if it meant, you know, Indy losing two players. Yeah, I mean, to, to me, if you grab someone by the neck in a chokehold, you need to at least be sent off in the game, if not get multiple games. Now, I said it wasn't only the indie player who choke, half choke slammed a guy who probably should have been suspended for at least one game, if not more, but I still think the Louisville player he grabbed could have easily got a red card at that situation, too. Because, I mean, people are saying, oh, he's trying to hold back players. But no one, to me, at least if I'm trying to break up people who are looking like they're about to throw punches, I don't hold them back with an open fist towards their face. <laughs> I mean, it looked more likely to me that it was one of those half swings than it was, hey, guys, back off. Let's all be friends. It was a bad situation all around. And to me, I mean, when we keep saying that, USL is the second best second division in the world. We see that branding pop again and again and again of how great we are as a second division side. There's a thing that we should help the refs who are not really up to speed. Like I've said multiple times, the talent level in the USL has increased far faster than the talent level in our ref pool has increased. So we should help the refs in some way, give them assistance. And since all of the games are broadcast live on ESPN Plus and on YouTube for those who are not in the United States. Mm -hmm. The video exists to assist the referees. And incisions for the video could assist the referee 
it seems like we should bring in that concept on these type of situations where there is a fight, there is a scuffle, or there is a clear and obvious error. I know people say that VAR, people are unhappy about it, but I think most people who are mad about VAR are more mad about the rules that exist than the results of it. I haven't seen too many people say VAR gave the wrong result. I've seen more VAR gave a result based on a really stupid rule yeah. that I hate. <laughs> That's a good and point, too. In this one, I really think we should have seen the indie player sent off, the Louisville player sent off, indie probably gained an extra game on the Louisville player, and the other two people involved probably yellow card for, if not like instigating or that half flop from I think that was the Louisville player might have caused the ref to miss the whole chokehold slam because he's <laughs> wondering why he's on the ground suddenly when no one touched him or his own player touched him. I think that's where we should go. I mean, that ideally he would have seen it, right? The guy didn't see it. So now we're having to talk about everything. That's, I mean, I know that's part of the, he is not experienced. He's not quite good enough for the level, but ideally that's what would have happened. And I think he would have sent someone off. I'm, I'm, I'm more upset that no retroactive suspension happened. Or well, that's another story. Yeah, go, go Evan. Or yes. Brian, I'm sorry. I thought you were Evan. Go oh, you're, you're good. Um, I think that's like, and that's where, based on the discussion where this conversation initiated online, I completely agree with the stance that they didn't really get anything right. And it's not a great defense, but my main problem whenever we have these over-analytical or just levelly analytical discussions about referees is how often do we watch a game and go, man, that game referee calls pretty good. Well, we think, really don't. I think like, we need to, though. I And that's what I'm saying, though, is what's the baseline for where we draw the line between a poor referee game? And this goes amongst all sports in general, not just soccer. But what line do we draw between, you know, good refereed games and poorly refereed games? Because mm-hmm. I think that's just a thing that happens a lot is we sit here and everybody is very quick to point out the negative and the bad calls made during a game, but we rarely ever, and it's just because it's not interesting or exciting to talk about on a podcast, but we really rarely ever see moments where anybody goes, Hey, that game was actually called pretty well. I usually don't get on refs because I've been a ref and I know it's a thankless and horrible job to do. I mean, if I could right now keep my salary and become a referee working maybe two games a week, I would not do that. I would keep my normal job. But yep. I think I think when I get upset with referees is when I feel that a bad call not only was a wrong call, but it actually had a good a chance of changing the result of the game in one way or another. That something that clearly should have been a red card was not a red, or I think it was last week RGV in Austin, RGV's keeper got sent off for a handball outside the red box or handball outside the box and went on a replay. He did not touch it with his hand. Granted, I think Austin was already up one nothing at that point, so it might not have horribly impacted the game, but to lose your starting keeper in the first half down a goal, yeah. that was a bad call that with Barr would have been a, oh, okay, we got it wrong. That's a throw in for Austin. And so on. so in light in light of what you just said, Pony, not the the part where, where you do get upset, but where you try to give them some space, where you try to give them some forgiveness, I, I try I try my best to do the same thing. Here's in light of that thought. Here's a question for you, Evan. You haven't said anything in a minute. 
Shame that. Uh, no, I'm excited for this. Retro <laughs> retroactively, three game suspension is what Pony kind of suggested there at some yeah, point. Sure. Do you agree with that? Do you think they no. should have retroactively disagreed with Pro and said, "Hey, you so, guys messed up, and here's another uh, suspension." I'm I'm glad that you've you've tagged me in, so to speak, okay. because I have uh, four various levels of of sincerity and seriousness points that I'd like to make. One, to go back to Brian's point about referees, uh, just to pop Brian, I'm going to make a reference to somebody who he and I know and no one else will know. Bryce Rumsberg, um, in that uh, if you notice a referee, that means they're doing a bad job. And the less you notice a referee, the better they're doing their job. I agree. Number two, uh, guys, what I think we failed to realize is that Carl we met thinks he's Brock Lesnar. That was the serious one, right? That was not the serious <laughs> one. The serious <laughs> one. Or Bret Hart, given the fact he's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, stepped on Brian? his point. <laughs> Brian, you don't understand how this show works because I've been asking you to be on it for a year. And you've always said no. <laughs> The serious one is that Carl we met literally has one of my one of my favorite uh, soccer intersecting with personal life stories of all time. Um, not to be that guy, and I don't want to actually talk about it for respect to if he listens to this or in general. But if you look up Carl we met uh, Carl we met sister on Google, and then click on the first link, it's by Red Bull. Uh, it's a it's it's quite a lovely story. Um, but uh, what he doesn't realizes that he's not Brock Lesnar because if you'll recall, Romeo Parks, current 10 goal scorer for Sligo Rovers in the Irish Premiership, kicked him in the back uh, in a game between the New York Red Bulls 2 and the Pittsburgh Riverhounds in in many, many years ago. I forget what year that was. That was was him. 2016. 2016. Um, And what you won't know about Carl we met is that uh, not only did he win a NASL title with the San Francisco Deltas, but from when he got kicked by Romeo Parks on, he was always looking for his advantage to take a pure striker to the ground <laughs> because he is a Brazil- Brazilian jiu-jitsu expert. And so Carl we met putting Brian, you're wrong, a guillotine choke on somebody <laughs> and throwing him to the ground means that it's not a red card because in the ufc that is a legal action <laughs> so carl we met ever since he got kicked in the back by romeo parks thinks that he is in the wrong sport now we know now we know the please just remind carl we met that he is a professional soccer player and not a professional mixed martial artist or artiste if you're french I'm slow clapping. That was a piece of art, Evan. You weaved it perfectly, sir. And I feel like I had a fourth point, but I didn't. That do it doesn't matter. That's as good as it gets. I mean, right. to I, I can't pe- count past three anyway, so it's okay. The fact Ooh. that you took it back to Red Bulls and Romeo Parks—that's just awesome. Speaking well of done. Red Bulls, they're quite good at soccer guys. Yeah, they are. I kind of want. Uh, I want to take it back though. If I don't know, are you okay with answering my question though? Should they have gone back and? Um, should you give him a three-game suspension for uh, suplexing a dude onto the ground? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Retroactively. Yeah, I, I um, <sighs> like it's a weird precedent to set if you as the league go, hey, we're just going to start suspending everybody for stuff they did that referees didn't catch. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like something that's that obvious like that, yeah, I don't know. 
You got to do something. That was my automatic answer, Evan, honestly. But Brian, I don't know if you phrased it exactly like that, but you kind of talked me out of it a little bit. You know, the conversion rate between American suspensions and Canadian suspensions is $1.35 right now. So... (laughs) There's, there's a lean, there's a lenience there, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I think that means you don't get like two games in Canada. So okay, that's what I'm talking about. What do you think, Brian? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what do you think, I Brian? think that was just generally where my stance was. Where and you can, I don't know if you've got people that would hate on it for knowing I'm an Indy 11 guy and standing up for Indy 11 players not being suspended, but uh, it was I don't know, it was very much a situation where I was like. Um, yeah, that was probably not smart. Um, they had some moments. Carl had another moment like that uh, on Wednesday against uh, Red Bulls too, where I went, he had some ridiculous yellow card. I'm like, are you just trying to just channel your inner professional wrestler and just trying to judo chop everybody in the back? But uh, that was one of those moments that watching it back, I go, boy, that was really dumb, but I just have a tough time. And I think, I think Phil, you pretty much phrased it. I just have a tough time with the league drawing those specific lines, because I think from the league standpoint, if you look at that situation and you start handing out uh, suspensions, you know, two games here, three games here, you're starting to set some kind of standard that fans are going to begin to expect. And I don't know if the league really wants to get in the business of setting expectations for fans that when something goes wrong, they uh, are dissatisfied with anything that's less than that. Yeah. As much of that's probably making a mountain out of a molehill. No, it's not. Um, because you have to remember that pro and USL, yeah, USL hires pro, but in, mostly they're partners in this. You know, they're in this together. And you can't have one discounting everyone's decisions on a weekly basis. You know what I mean? It's just, it's going to be a bad partnership at that point. And so I think, Mm -hmm. I think in the end, while it might've been deserved, it might've been the right thing to do in this one circumstance. The overarching view should be that they're partners and and they can't just sell each other down the river the whole time. Uh, They do. I mean, if you read the discipline reports, probably at least every two to three weeks, there's someone gets retroactively suspended for a game. Yeah, but almost always they're attached to red cards or yellow cards that were given, right? Yeah, usually, at least. Yeah. I think there's been a few that were no calls and okay. someone flagged it up as, wow, this was missed. Someone go check it out. Well, and that's part of me as, you know, as a uh, mm-hmm. conspiracy theory tinfoil hat. Part of me wonders if the reason that they didn't do anything was because this was an on the field altercation slash fight. And it wasn't that Carl slid in studs up, you know, broke somebody's leg while playing, you know, this was essentially a fight that broke out in the middle of the game Mm. compared to like an on the field action. So, as tinfoil had it and weird as this sounds that part of me, when I saw the disciplinary report for this week, that's what I came to mind. I was like, uh, was that what they're thinking? Or are they just trying to avoid getting a lot of Louisville city fans really upset? Hmm. uh, To me, if you grab an opponent by the neck or face, that's at least a game period. I don't care what the reason is. That's a game. You don't do that. Hmm. What if it's a passionate embrace? (laughs) Yeah, okay. If, it's a, if both parties are happy to passionate embrace, mm. let it go. 
What if it's like a, you did a very good soccer today. Let's hug. You know, I mean, we need more stories like that. <laughs> Brian, to go back to your point about the league, not caring about uh, uh, the image or whatever you said earlier, they clearly don't because we're still allowed to exist. So there you go. That's fair. That's fair. And and I think I like that we've been all over the board on this topic and we've gotten all of them kind of out there in the world for y'all to think about. And uh, I think that's a good place to end. We wanted this one to be short and I'm going to keep it somewhat short. Oh, do, uh, we have, uh, do we have some news about uh, neckwear? Oh, we do. You know, yeah. uh, we are rebranding. So we used to have old USL lettering that yeah. they don't want to recognize for obvious reasons. And so we... Because we have it. <laughs> well, you're, oh yeah so we actually got a hold of someone who could help us with that and we have a new logo coming and we have scarves coming and i'm gonna post the scarf that we're gonna that we've already voted on and chosen and i think we're gonna do pre-orders in the next week so look out for usl show scarf we've got the corrections department on one side and the okay. usl show on the other our colors match the usl championship colors so we're sending one to ryan madden of course. At and least Sam Dorr's getting one. As punishment. Uh-huh. <laughs> as uh-huh. punishment. You're like, look at what you enabled. Yeah, you um, did. That's probably what these are, to be honest. It's it's look at what you caused the US Ultra. That should have been the other side, to be honest. Yeah, look what you did. It should have been, been the other side of the US Ultra show. The other side is this is all your fault, right? <laughs> Oh man. Okay, let's let's all kind of give our Twitter handles and a final thought before we go. Evan, why don't you lead us off? Uh oh boy. Uh if you want to see a team uh play a bunch of 15-year-olds, go check out Bethlehem Steel's game this weekend. Uh you can follow me at Speak Evan Speak, or uh if you want to listen to me talk about the first place in the Eastern Conference Philadelphia Union, you can do that at VFTB Pod, which 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 I have been saying for six months now and still haven't messed up. Well done. I always mess up. Pony? Well, to bring it back full circle, if you want to follow a highly functioning alcoholic, you can follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Pony. Perfect. And watch me drunk shit about games starting around 8 p.m. my time every Saturday night. Feel free to slide into our DMs to send Pony a not sobriety chip. <laughs> hey, I'm on my 32nd chip right now. Great. Well done. Holy cow. Brian, how about you? Um... God, I, I this is this plug is it. the one time I actually feel like Evan because I'm going, oh shit, I have a lot of stuff I have to plug now. Do it. Um, if you want to read my nonsense uh, in long written form, you can follow me at BGN Written, where I publish uh, mostly Indie Eleven articles, but sometimes I go off on tangents uh, on general soccer topics. If you want to read my tweets for some reason, which sure, I don't know why Brian, you want to do that. Huh? You just text me your tweets anyway. So yeah, most of the time I do. It's I I post a picture and then I go, hey Evan, uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Soccer with Ryan. And if you are interested in uh, uh, listening to a podcast all about the future uh, uh, Eastern Conference champion uh, uh, Indy Eleven, oh, um, you can follow that over at no at No Mean Soccer. At at no hey, means. Hey, at at no means. <laughs> at at hey, no uh, means. Phil, where can people find you on the internet? Because uh, I'll be polite and ask you. Phil's on that. the internet. No. <laughs> at Phil Grooms two L's two O's. 
And uh, those scarves I mentioned are going to be made by Roughneck, which is also our sponsor. So thanks to Roughneck Scarves. They supply for MLS, USL, US Soccer. That game's playing right now. And the USL show. Most importantly, you can get your scarves at roughneckscarves.com. R-U-F-F, next scarves. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and thanks to all the uh, hosts. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep doing these soccer, you know, the view for soccer shows in short form moving forward, maybe. Maybe. Back on in a couple days at the latest Tuesday night is our next goal. So you'll be hearing from us soon. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.